As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And I am Ben Bullen, uh, Scott's erstwhile sidekick on the show and a video writer when I'm not hanging out with you guys. You know, okay, I've made the I've made the sidekick reference here with an ulterior motive. Okay. Uh, if we were going to be in a race, you know that I don't really want to be in races. I don't want to drive. I've said before that I would ride shotgun with you <laughs> at something like right? Pikes Peak, yeah, or, yeah. or you know, uh, Indy car racing or mm -hmm. something. I mean, you've got nerves of steel. I have nerves that are, you know, the equivalent of perhaps one of those stress balls. <laughs> you know, they won't break. What, but well, what'd you get that here? What do you? What, what do you? What's your angle? What's is your, there a way that I can line? be involved in a race and be in the vehicle and not drive? Yes, but I think in this case you might prefer to drive. And All right. The, Drum roll. Yeah. What are we talking about? Motorcycle sidecar racing. And the reason you prefer to would prefer to drive, uh -huh. the sidecar position in this modern form of sidecar racing is incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous, and they, they, it's unbelievable. You'll have to see it to believe it. You really, you really do. You have to, you have to see this in order to understand what this person is going through in, during a race, during a single turn, really, to understand the danger involved in, in being in that sidecar. Now, we've talked about sidecar racing before, um, well, more so sidecars themselves, because mm -hmm. we, you don't see them that often anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty rare to see it on the road now, or at least in our area. We don't see it very often. This is not what you're th probably thinking of, though. Right. This is not the conventional sidecar. No. This this vehicle, when you see what a modern sidecar looks like, it, it looks... Unlike anything you'll see on the road, that's for sure. Yeah. This is a, a streamlined motorcycle design with a 
combined or uh, conjoined, I guess you could say, really, yeah. um, sidecar that is also streamlined, and the whole rig, everything from you know the ground up is is probably lower than waist high. Wouldn't you say, just on average? I mean, that was the most surprising part to me. Yeah, it's 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 probably like mid thigh high, I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to say where these are extremely low, extremely wide. Um, they they have tires like uh, look like car tires on them. They're that yeah. they're that wide and and small. Um, it's a three wheel vehicle, um, as you'd expect. Right. It turns more like a car than it does like a motorcycle because of that third wheel. So um, there's not the um, not the leaning involved. Not the uh, I don't think there's any of the counter steering involved in this one. Mm. Um, it's it's incredibly fast. I mean, it's not uncommon to uh, on a long stretch to see a, a Sidecar, motorcycle sidecar, traveling at um, you know 150 plus, 170 plus miles per hour. Um, they take turns at 90 miles per hour. It's it's unbelievable. I'm starting to possibly regret my decision. Yeah. I can see this coming, but well, for now, I'm sticking with it. You are? Yeah, I'm sticking okay. with it. Uh, Would it change your mind if I told you what the name of the sidecar position is? Mm-hmm. There's the driver. There's possibly. <laughs> okay, what's the driver? The drive. Well, there's two drivers really. This and this, they get they get co credit for driving the vehicle, which is really strange, but you'll understand in a moment. Okay. There's the driver that steers. Okay. Okay, that's the person that's kind of he's kneeling down inside this capsule. Really, you're uh-huh. not sitting upright like on a mo- normal motorcycle. All um, right. A, a standard motorcycle, I guess. You're you're kneeling down, leaning forward. It's ex- it's like in an extremely low crouched position. Again, it's all wind resistance, trying to keep yourself low. And that's you in this situation. It, I guess so. Okay. I guess so. All right. You, if you're in the sidecar, uh-huh. you will be climbing all over that motorcycle during the race. You will. Uh, you're not secured in any way. You're only holding on with the strength of your own arms and your and your legs. Oh, well. Yeah. And it's not just crouching down and, and keeping your weight there either. It's you're literally climbing from one side of the bike to the other side of the bike in a turn where you're traveling close to 100 miles per and hour. And I guess just redistributing the weight of the vehicle for turning. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Very huh. good. Yeah. It's um, you're you're using your weight, your 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 body mass as ballast for the for this vehicle. So okay. in a uh, let's see, I've got notes here because yes. this is this gets a little tricky. A little technical. But uh, not really technical, just uh, just a little trick. You know what? I didn't even tell you the name yeah, of the what's person. what's the name? The person in the sidecar uh-huh. is called the monkey. And aptly named because this person <laughs> is just, it's it's like monkey bars. It's like the person is is literally, I, I mean, laying out across the back of the bike with one leg stretched out, you know, on the other side, hands around the front grabbing hold-ons. Um, there are two hold-ons, and he can adjust his weight forward or backward to adjust weight on the front wheel. Okay. Um, in certain terms, he's hanging off the other side. I'll, I'll get to it in just the a second. Monkey. But the monkey. Yeah, there's the driver, the the, the person who steers, okay. and then there's the sidecar position, which is the monkey. So I guess you would be the monkey. I guess I would. I sort of, I did kind of rush into that without... <laughs> without yeah. asking for more information. Well, first. don't don't go on the name. I mean, it sounds like it, it would be an awful lot of fun. Yeah, in, incredibly dangerous, and really, it's inc- it's dangerous for both riders. And the reason is because they have to work so carefully as a team. If if they don't work together mm-hmm. in absolute precision, this whole thing goes wrong. Like if the if the uh, psych well if the monkey has their weight on the wrong side for a turn. It could be disastrous, right? Correct. And not only that, but if the monkey doesn't lean far enough, 
it can also be disastrous. So you could be doing the right thing, just have not leaned exactly far enough. I mean, and, and we're talking about degrees here. If you lean out 90 degrees, you're fine. If you lean out less than 90 degrees, that might not be enough. Uh, and if you lean out more than 90 degrees, that might be too much. You might be thrown or you might uh, affect the way the motorcycle handles through the turns because it's it's so uh, so critical, the, the ballast weight in this thing, because of that third wheel and because of the speeds and because of the way the driver is able to control the vehicle, the weight of the monkey is is critical to getting through each and every turn. And what that person is doing, where he's shifting his body weight to and from, um, absolutely essential. You know, that sounds... It sounds as though the actual vehicle is relatively light. It's relatively light. It's 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 it's. I mean, it's got to have a pretty good engine. It's five or six hundred pounds, probably. I mean, that's a, that's a guess, a ballpark guess. Now, different different divisions have different weights, and and mm-hmm. I don't know all the divisions. There's right, a lot of right. different classes, and and you know, there's Formula One. There's also super sidecar. There, super sidecars here in the states. Um, it's just. A lot of different groups, but around 500 pounds, we'll say. That, that sounds weight. right, because that still is light enough that a person uh, throwing, you know, 140 to 180 or something pound person throwing their weight around would make a really big difference. Oh, yeah, so. it, it makes a tremendous difference. I mean, you know how weight and racing and, and yeah. how much of a difference that makes? Well, even in this case, uh, just shifting weight forward and backward on, on the wheels makes a big difference. And, and how far up or down the person kneels is making a difference because of the aerodynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's so important. I, I know I keep saying this, but it's so important that these two are in tune with each other. Um, the, the team really has to work together. So let's talk about a turn just, just quickly yes. and, uh, and get beyond that. But um, in, a, in a right turn, uh, the co-driver, the monkey, has to uh, place his weight over the rear wheel for added traction. So he's in in that in okay. that situation. And right. Oh, I, I should say that in in a sidecar a sidecar. Every sidecar that I've seen so far, the sidecar is on the left side of the driver. Okay. Yeah. So the the side that sticks out is on the left side of the driver. The driver is again kneeling down. Now you know. So in a right turn, the 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 monkey is putting his weight on the rear wheel of the motorcycle part of this, not the not the sidecar wheel, but the other wheel. Yeah. So that's the one where he's laying across the back of the bike. Now remember, the the driver is kneeling down. He's kneel. He's laying his body over the bodywork, holding on to a handhold that's uh, kind of up next to the driver on the right side. He's got one hand through this grip, and uh, he's got his feet positioned on a rail at the back of the vehicle. Now, he's not strapped in in any way. He's got full leather on and, you know, helmet, of course, and safety gear, but really laying out there. And I guess that's the one where he can either grab the forward grip or the rear grip in order to shift weight forward or backward to distribute the weight between the front and the rear wheel appropriately. Okay. Now and it's the, all for traction. Is the track... Is the track circular? It's tra- no, it's not circular. It's a okay. yeah, it's a road course, so it has the left okay. and right turns, and that's the that's the whole thing with this is that it's it's left and right turns because if it's one way turn, that might be a lot easier. And yeah, that's and what I was going to ask. I say easier. It's not easy to hold on to a motorcycle when you're going Let, 150. Let's say less difficult. It's <laughs> less difficult. Yeah. Now in a left turn, uh, uh, this is this is the crazy one. Okay. Now remember that that sidecar is sticking out to the left. Yes. Okay. So the left of the driver. In a left turn. The monkey has to hang out past the third wheel on the far left of the vehicle. So he's got handle like these big metal handles that stick up. And he's got his feet up against the, the body of the bike. And he, you're demonstrating? Yeah, you yeah. Demonstrate? I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in this position. Demonstrate so. himself okay. in that position. Now, he's, now you reach your arm out at full length, stretch it out, and grab onto a handle. 
and then lean your back out even further. So just like that. So now you're you're leaning your your rear end, your rear end is hanging out over the pavement at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. At I this point, see. you're holding your body weight up with your arms, uh-huh. and you're using your body mass in order to keep the the left side of the bike on the track so that that wheel stays on the ground. Or actually, it comes up sometimes, but um, you're you're just on the edge of control so that you're able to make that left turn. And then as soon as you come out of that turn, mm-hmm. you have to pull yourself back in and get in position for the next turn, whether that's a left. Right, straight, whatever it happens to be, and we're going ninety plus on that turn. You're going around ninety or even yeah. faster on that turn. So, Depends so on the angle. There's not enough time to really hang out there. You have to because if that weight is still all the way out there on the left mm-hmm. after the turn, you're probably going to end up skidding across the ground. And yeah. then and then that is also disastrous for the person driving the other the the bike because that made that quickly. You know, let's say that you weigh 150 pounds. Yeah. That quickly releases 150 pounds of weight from the vehicle, which then affects the handling of the vehicle greatly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he may not even be able to make that next turn because this thing is so unstable. Uh-huh. I mean, they're low and fast and wide, sure. Yeah. But without that balance and, and the driver knowing what it feels like with two people on it the way it's supposed to be, it's it's designed for with one person on it, it, the handling is completely different. It, it will not react the same way, and there's a good chance that the, the driver will also fall. You know, it will flip over. And it seems like the driver is in a very unsafe position. Correct, yeah. Because I, the the monkey would get thrown free uh, depending on the angle of the accident. You know, I'm glad you said that because th- there are a lot of accidents online. You can you can watch on these uh, on YouTube videos or whatever Yeah. Um, where the monkey falls off on a turn which is terrible to begin with. I mean, they just skid yeah. and slide and flip and everything. Um, or the bike goes too too far out into a turn, catches a wheel, you know, and then and then flips. The monkey is thrown free, which is pretty dramatic when you see it happen. I mean, they really launch through the air. It's like a catapult. Yeah. Um, the the cycle itself, again, it weighs five hundred pounds. It usually ends up upside down on top of the driver, and it it really just it's it's. A lot of weight to have on top of you when it's sliding because you're you're in a case. You're you're. In, yeah. It's not like a motorcycle where you're sitting on top of it and it's it's open on all sides. You're you're inside there. So his best bet is to tuck in and stay tight inside that vehicle as it flips and turns or you know whatever. Or if another bike hits it, that's the other danger. Um, and you know the monkey is in no better position because you know there's other bikes on the course as well and they're trying to avoid you and they may end up striking you or or your own. Rig may end up hitting you. Okay, um, all right. So that, that's the scary part. Equally dangerous. This yeah. is a really dangerous sport. It's it's fast. It's it's really cool. Yeah. But it's again, it's dangerous, and it and it requires this this pinpoint precision control and and understanding between the driver and the co-driver, which is the monkey. You know what an adrenaline rush, though. It would be. And it's close to the ground, so I would do it. Yeah. I th- oh, would you really? Would you Would you still hang on to the monkey position? I'm. May only do it once, but I would do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because um, really, my main concern getting thrown uh, is you know potentially fatal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but holding on, I think is is the. <clears throat> I'm think I'm rethinking this carefully. Is there some sort of <laughs> JV league I could join? Uh, you know what? I'm sure that you know you would be taught initially how to do this and how to maneuver because I think maybe start th- at 35 miles an hour. I yeah, sure. You start out slow. That's exactly the way it works. You start out slow. You don't instantly go out on the track and and try to hang on to a bike that's going 150. You you transition your way up 
you know, with what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And to me, I just said the word transition. That would be yeah. the hardest part for me. Um, transitioning between, you know, hanging your body out over, mm-hmm. over, over the track and getting all the way over to where you're leaning on the opposite side of the bike and you're stretched out the opposite direction within seconds. Yeah. And, and not missing a step in between and not, you know, letting your foot slip off, letting your hand slip off. That's got to be the diff- most difficult part. Well, here's here's my uh, my ultimate idea. This is where we could go with this. Let's take it a little bigger, Scott. Let's mm-hmm. take it back. Um, so let's say we learn to do something like this. Let's mm-hmm. say we both learn to do the, the, the monkey discipline, the monkey technique. Sure. <clears throat> I don't know about you. I kind of have a wild life. So if I'm ever in a situation where I need to hold on to a car, a vehicle of some sort, when it's going that fast... I want to be able to do it, and this sounds like a way to learn it. But of course, um, you know it's very easy for us to stay that in the comfort of Studio One A without you know actually being out on the road. Yeah. So don't hold me to it. So you're going to say that uh, you would use this as a um, like a life life lesson? Yeah, life skill. Really, yeah. a life yeah. skill. Okay, yeah. that's a better way to say it. Yeah. Sure. And you may be in a position where you're trying to hold on to a vehicle. Is it speeding away? I'm I'm saying I'm not saying that it's something I want to do mm-hmm. i want to be able to do it if i have to i see i don't you know atlanta is a big city and a lot of crazy people maybe you could live here <laughs> maybe, maybe you could practice holding on to vehicles that speeds away mm-hmm. in order to become a better sidecar racer that is true maybe i should do that you know our producer today tyler actually is a motorcycle enthusiast mm, so fantastic he's a. Uh, He's making eye contact, but he's kind of got the poker face on. <laughs> I think that's a no. I Have think. you ever tried sidecar racing, Tyler? I've not. He has not. He has not he tried has it. Not. No. Okay. This well, we'll find somebody. We need. Yeah. We need to talk to somebody because uh, this might be a fun one to try. Yeah. And speaking of talking to people, hearing from people, right? Let's uh, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our listeners. Uh, you guys, uh, we've got a lot of motorcycle lovers tuning into the show. Do we have any sidecar lovers? Do we have any sidecar racing enthusiasts? Uh, if so, send us an email. And you know what? If you have a completely unrelated topic that you think is cool, uh, we'd love to hear about it at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.